based on a lie. That's what the entire series will talk about today. Tapos bagay na bagay po ang series natin ngayon. Because during the Lenten season, for the next 40 days, ito ang, this is what the church wants us to do, to go through a retreat and ask us, are we living a life of a lie? Ang ganda nga, nung kanta kanina sa opening, come back to me with all your heart. Meron akong come back to me na mas magandang kanta na pwedeng katayin ng music ministry. Ito yon. Come back to me, Bokanguso. Wala ka nang magagawa kung di Diba? Mas makasimbahan ang mga awiting ito. So again, Jacob wrestled with the angel. And he limped from there on. This is one of the strangest stories in the Bible. He wrestled with the man. But later on, he found out that it was God. And in the process, God gave him a new name. And I leave it to the scholars to debate. At bahala na sila dyan. Ano? Kung anong nais nilang i-research sa verses na yan. But the wrestling match actually is a symbol of an encounter with God when you meet with God. And that meeting with God is authentic. May nagbabago sa buhay mo. It changes fundamentally our perceived identity. The meaning of Jacob is grabber, swindler, deceiver, manipulator. And it's not a very nice, hindi ito magandang name tag. Isipin mo ha, bago ka sa skwelahan, ang pangalan mo manggagan. So, a-attend ka ng seminar, ang name tag mo, nakalagay buisit ako. Di ba, no? So, again, it's not a nice name, but that's how his life was characterized from there on. From there on, he was carrying around his neck a label na binigay sa kanya ng kung sino man. And yan ang nangyayari sa buhay natin. Minsan ang buhay natin, parang pangalan natin, binigay ng mga tao na sira din ang buhay. Given to us by people who are living messed up lives. And then consequently, we carry on the messes that they have given unto us. It has been handed down to, uh, to down to us. And it is one way to interpret what the Bible says, that the sins of the parents are handed down to the third and fourth generation. Exodus chapter 20 verse 5 says that our encounters with God will change this. He changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Ang ibig lang sabihin ng pangalan niya ngayon as Israel, the one who struggles with God. The encounter with God changed him. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 29, by faith, Jacob was dying. He worshiped as he leaned on the top of his staff. When he started limping because of his encounter with God, he was the strongest person. He now relies not on his own strength, He relies now on the strength of God. And same for you and me. Sometimes our weakest moments. Nanghihina ka sa pagsunod mo sa Diyos parang napilayan ka. But in reality, with the presence and power of God, that is the strongest moment of your life. When you now depend on Him because you can no longer depend on yourself. Today, 
I'll ask you to remember the one big message for you. Tanongin niyo ako ano. God thinks you're awesome. Ulitin ko. God thinks you're awesome. That's how God thinks of you. But I want to share with you one important scientific fact. Tanongin niyo ako ano. That every time, every moment of your life, every second, habang naglalakad ka o nakasakay ka sa auto, nakasakay ka sa jeep, all of your senses are gathering data. Para kang radar. Ang mata mo, ang, ang tenga mo, ang pangamoy mo, ang pakiramdam mo. As you travel and the wind touches your face, And as you see the light all over, the animals and, and the birds, you hear them chirping and so on. A lot, of, a lot of information is being poured out, stimulating your senses. It's like Niagara Falls of information being poured down into you. Ang tanong, after all of the sights, the sound and the touch, and billions of information bakit hindi ka naghahang? Why don't you go crazy? Bakit hindi nasisira ang ulo mo? Tanongin niyo ako, bakit? Mas malakas, bakit? Because your brain is a huge filter. Sabay-sabay sabihin filter. Your brain becomes selective. And it chooses only 0.01%. Ulitin ko ulit. 0.01% of the stimuli that you receive, of the flooding of information, ang sasaluhin niya lang after the filtering process is 0.01%. And the funny thing is, your perception of reality now will be dependent on the 0.01% na nakarating sa consciousness mo. And this 0.01% obviously is just a tiny fractional representative of the reality around you. But you will form your own reality based on that limited 0.01%. Para kang bumubuo ng puzzle na maraming pieces. Di ba may mga puzzles na 1,000 pieces, 3,000 pieces? Pwede ko ikwento to kasi sila naman na nagsulat dun sa libro nila kaya pwede nang pag-usapan si Arab daw tuwan-tuwa kasi nabuo niya yung puzzle na 1,000 pieces natapos niya in one year. Sabi niya, yes, tuwan-tuwa siya. Tapos sabi ngayon ng mga presidential security groups, sir, ano naman ang kinakatuwa mo? It took you one year para makompleto yan. Sabi niya, eh, ikaw ah, tuwan-tuwa ako kasi tingnan mo yung box na yan nakasulat for three years. So, eh siya, nakompleto niya in one year. Alam niyo ba that the that the biggest number that has a name is called Google? Diyan pala galing yung salitang Google. Di ba? Million, billion, trillion. Di ba? Diba? A number The highest number na may name, ang tawag is Google. And in our lives, there are Google piece jigsaw puzzles. And we only choose 
by the way, ang Google is one comma, pagkatapos ng one comma, 100 zeros after. Yun ang Google. Okay? With the Google information that we're having, our brain only choices, chooses 1,000. Parang puzzle. Some people, because of their traumatic experiences, sometimes because of wrong parenting, they choose the ugliest 1,000 pieces. Tapos bubuuhin nila ang buhay nila based on the 1,000 pieces. And they will form their own perception of reality with the many information that was given to him. The filtering of the brain chooses only like a thousand. Kaya lang, ang pipiliin doon ay yung mga pangit at hindi magaganda. Then they would start to have a bad perception, a reality of themselves. They would look down on themselves. They would hate themselves. They would punish themselves. They would get into wrong relationships. They would engage in destructive addictions. They would focus on their negatives too much. These are the unhappy, super sensitive, chronic conflict seekers. Yung mga naghahanap ng gulo palagi, depressed. And they would use addictions as anesthesia sa tumitibok na masakit na nararamdaman nila sa buhay nila, the throbbing pain on the inside of them, they will use addictions para takpan ang mga sakit na ito. Pwede ho ba ako magkwento? Pilitin niyo ako sabihin niyo, sige na. Isang araw, one day, there was this beautiful queen who gave birth to a handsome baby. But that very night, the wicked witch entered the palace and kidnapped the baby. And this witch ran to the slums. Iniwan ang bata, left the baby at the doorstep of a poor family. Buti na lang, itong mahirap na pamilya na ito na pinag-iwanan ng bata is a very kind family who took care of the baby and they took the baby as their own and for seven years the king and the queen have been looking for this child far and wide they went to different places they asked the soldiers and the servants to look for him but they never found him until one day the wicked witch was caught by one of the soldiers and the wicked witch confessed that the baby was abandoned in the slums The king and queen rushed to the slums and found the son, now seven years old, helping his parents na namamalimos, begging on the streets immediately. The king and the queen saw a semblance of their faces on the child and they were sure, ito nga ang anak namin. The, babe, the child looked so much like them. The king and queen spoke to the child, explained everything, and spoke to the poor couple and they were able to convince the three of them after a tearful reunion the foster parents and the boy was now housed in the palace and there was an elaborate ceremony attended by thousands of people and they were all jumping in glee and everybody was so happy and the boy was given the title 
prince. The entire kingdom now addresses him as a prince. They celebrated his homecoming. But while everybody was feasting, the king and queen realized that the boy was gone again. Nawawala na naman ang batang ito. Hinanap-hanap nila. Buti na lang natagpuan ng bata. They saw the boy in the basement doing something strange. Tanungin niyo ako ano? They saw the boy beside the trash can eating thrown away food. Kumakain ng mga pagkain na itinapon sa basurhan aghast. The king and the queen asked, Son, what are you doing? And the boy was apologetic. He said, Sorry, but I got hungry. And the queen mother asked him, Hungry? But don't you see all the food at the dining table? Why do you get table from the trash bin? But a seven-year-old boy said, Oh, I thought the food was for the guests. I didn't think the food was for me. The prince was called the prince. He was dressed like a prince. But deep down, he still believed he was a beggar. And he would still eat food from the trash. Ang dami kong nakikilalang taong ganito. Lived for too long as a beggar. Even if they know that they are children of God, even if they heard in their religion class, in their graduation ceremonies, even if somebody told them the story in, 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 in their Sunday classes, that they're children of God, they can get it out from their system. But they deserve garbage. When I was a young, nung nagsimula po ako, I was about to say, when I was young and handsome, hindi ko naman masabi, because I'm still young and handsome. Kaya hindi ko na lang sasabihin. Nung nagsisimula po akong sumunod kay Lord, sabi sa akin ng mga elders, at tama naman, Bata pa ho ako noon. I was like seven, 16 years old. So sabi ng mga elders, mga sinitagyan nila mga Steve Viterbo, gano'n. Para makasunod ka ng mabuti kay Lord, dapat ahabaan mo prayer time mo. Nagbabasa ka ng Biblia, magme-memorize ka ng Biblia magsisimba ka palagi, a-attend ka ng prayer meeting palagi, tapos uh, stay in constant fellowship with close friends because they will walk this life with you and you need to be accountable to somebody and all of them are true. At lahat ko sila dapat sundin natin. At lahat ko ito ay sinusunod ko. Ngunit maraming mga tao nang kakamali, 
Kasi step two ho ito. Nakalimutan pag-usapan ang step one. Sabay-sabay sabihin step one. Ang step one is that we fail, we fall into sin, we give in to temptations, we fall to addictions because there is a Trojan horse inside of us. Remember the story, yung Trojan horse in the Greek literature na alala niyo yan? Na kaya natalo ang city of Troy, even if they have fortified and tall walls, may nakapasok sa loob na Trojan horse. Naalala niyo ang storya? Di ba? Dito na-inspire yung kantang If. Alam niyo yung kantang If? If pagpatawad mo, aking kapangasan. Hindi yan, may English yan yung totoong If. Di ba? Alam to nila John Serna. Hindi ko ito inabutan eh. If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint? The world will never show. Do you have come to know? If a face could launch a thousand ships, Doon ang galing mo yan. The Helen of Troy was the face that launched a thousand ships. Sipin mo, nagkaroon ng gyerra dahil sa isang magandang babae. The face that launched a thousand ships. Tapos, hindi nila matalo-talo ang city of Troy. Kahit ang nandun sa kabila, sila Agamemnon, sila Achilles, yung mga ganun, ano? Natalo lang ang, tro- ang Trojans nung nakapasok yung Trojan horse sa loob at habang nagpifisting sila dahil nakapasok ang Trojan horse, may nagbukas ng gate. At dahil nabuksan ng gate, nakapasok ang mga Greeks, kaya natalo ang Troy. You fall not because of strong temptation outside, you fall because of the weak situation inside. I'll say that again, we fall not because of the strength of the temptation outside, we fall because of the weak inside. There's the inside of you that opens the gate and allow the enemy to come in. The Trojan horse, his name is self-rejection. You don't love yourself enough. You open the door. This is self-hatred. Sin is garbage. But you deal with sin and you rather have it. Do pa rin the same libro. Si Erap daw nagpunta sa Australia. Ay, di napasulat ko doon sa libro, ha? kaya pwede ko ikwento. Habang nasa Australia daw siya, nagpunta siya sa zoo. At pagkatapos tinanong siya ng reporter, Ah, Mr. President, are you enjoying your trip so far? Oh, yes. I really like it here in your zoo. Sabi ng reporter sa kanya, What's your favorite animal? Oh, sabi naman ni Mr. President, Ah, my favorite animal is there, the dangaroos. Ay, sabi ng reporter, Mr. President, maybe you mean kangaroos. No, 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 dangaroos. Yeah, dangaroos, I'm sure. 
Yeah, see, it's written here. Don't feed the animals, they are dangerous. We settle with sin and addiction even if they are dangerous. Tanongin nyo ko bakit? You take garbage just like that boy because you think that suits you. Bagay kayo. At dun ka nababagay. Ito ang tingin mo sa sarili mo. Dito lang ako sa mababaw kasi hanggang dito lang ako. We hate ourselves even more because we cannot follow the advice of others. Again, the problem is not on the outside. The problem is on the inside. Ito ang natutunan ko sa buhay. Tanongin niyo ko ano? Behind every sin and addiction is a need for love. Ulitin ko ha. Behind every sin and addiction is a need for love. Behind every sin is a cry for love. Tanongin niyo ako bakit? Because only love makes a person eternally happy. Every sinful act is an attempt to be happy. Kahit konting sandali, masarap ito. Masaya ang masarap. To satisfy the longing of true joy, bumibili ka ng panandali ang aliw. If you cannot find authentic love, you look for a substitute. You're longing for the joy and happiness of true love. And when you cannot find that, you settle for an addiction. You look for a substitute. You look for a pain killer. You look for an anesthesia. The narcotic is sin. And the pleasure that sin gives, of course, is pirated. It is a pirated version of the genuine joy that comes from the love of God alone. And because the, the, the pleasure that sin gives is a pirated version of the pleasure of being loved, mapapansin mo. Because it never truly satisfies, kaya pala, tanungin niyo ko ang alin, Uulitin ko, kaya pala, over time, you need to increase the dose of the narcotic. Pansinin mo, hindi ka naman tumitigil lang. Nagahanap ka palagi ng increase. Kung ano man ang addiction mo. If, it's, if you're addicted to porn, after a while, hindi ka naman tumitigil dyan. From the internet, ang hahanapin mo na yung live. It turns out to actual adultery. Nagpo-progress. May natanong ko kung pare, minsan, sabi ko, Father, ano ang pagkakaiba ng adultery sa fornication? Sabi niyo, alam mo, iho, nasubukan ko naman yung pareho, wala namang pagkakaiba. Pero in-explain niya dati pa, nagbagong buhay na siya. Tumataas ang dose. Dati, kung, ngayon, kung, ad, kung adik ka sa sugal, dati, okay sa'yo yung beto-beto, sakla, di ba, papiso-piso, bente-bente ang taya. Until eventually, you become a high roller. 
Di ba, no? Nagnanakaw ka na sa bahay ninyo at pagbibintangan yung katulong pero ang nagnanakaw pala yung anak. Kasi binibenta para may pantaya sa sugal. Tapos biglang wala na yung kotse sa garahe. Naisanla na pala yung bahay. Graduate ako ng public school. At hindi ko makalimutan, nung grade 5 ako, kilala sa school namin si Tomas. Si Tomas grade 4. Si Tomas rugby boy. Kilala naming lahat, papasok yan sa public school. Sa school namin, bangag na bangag. Pinagtatawanan siya noon. Ha? Lutang na lutang. Sumisingot ng rugby. Tanungin niyo ako bakit? Pinapaliwanag niya. Kasama ng mga barkada niya, anim sila noon, gutong sila. Mahal ang pagkain, mura ang rugby. Tapos rugby pala depresses your nerve activity. You will not feel the hunger. Ang tao naghahanap ng pag-ibig. Unfortunately, mahal ang pag-ibig. Tapos walang nagbibigay nun sa kanila kasi kaya nga mahal pala ang pag-ibig. Kasi kailangan mong magsakripisyo dito. So mahal ang pag-ibig, mura ang kasalanan, madaling gawin. I repeat, love is expensive. Mahirap ang magmahal. Mas madali ang tumanggap ng addiction. Alam niyo, mahirap hanapin ang pagmamahal, pero ito ang mas mahirap. Tanungin niyo ako, ang alin? Ang mahalin ng sarili. Kasi alam niyo kung bakit, kahit may nagbibigay na ng pagmamahal sa iyo, hindi mo matanggap. Kasi hindi mo mahal ang sarili mo. You settle for the garbage. And even if the grace of God wants to pour out His love to you, brothers and sisters in the community wants to embrace you, you still can't get it. You still go home to the garbage. It's hard to love yourself if you've been rejected and you've been treated rudely in your life in the past. Babalik basura ka. Kasi kung ano-anong mga naririnig na sinabi mo dati sa'yo na yun ang tinanggap mo, Naalala ko tuloy, merong isang babae, meron silang canonical interview at pre-kay na seminar sa isang parokya. Naunang dumating yung babae, so nakipag-usapan muna siya ng kwentuhan kay father. Sabi niya, father, magkano po ang bayad sa pagpapakasal dito sa simbahan ninyo? Sabi ni father, alam mo kami dito, hindi naman kami naglalagay ng presyo. Naghihingi lang kami ng donations. Magkano po ang donation, Father? Eh, hindi naman natin masabi. Pero kung ako naman ang tatanungin mo, para naman bukal sa loob mo, ang gawin na lang natin, ang donation mo na lang, iibasin mo sa hitsura na magiging mister mo. Pagwapo ang mister mo, kasi maganda yung babae, pagwapo ang mister mo, edi, lakihan mo ang donation. Pag hindi naman, maliit lang. Eh, kita niya, ang ganda ng babae. So, jackpot tayo dito. Okay, father, ganun po. Eh, bumunot ng pera yung babae. Nag-abot ng limang piso kay father. Sabi ko, ang kunat naman pala nito. Kamaliyan ako. Finally, dumating yung lalaki. O pag-upo ng lalaki, nakita ni father. Naku, bumunot si father sa bulsa niya ng apat na piso. Sabi niya, iha ito, sukle. <laughs> It's hard to value yourself if the people around you did not give you value. 
And that's what you took on. That's the truth that you took on. But all along, they've been lies. Pinagmalupitan ka ng tadhana. Eh, nung ka, high school ka pa lang eh. Di ba kung ano-ano mga naririnig mo? Tinanong mo yung classmate mo, Brad, pangit ba ako? Eh, sagot yung classmate mo. Hirap naman ang tanong mo, pare. Ganto na lang ang sagot ko sa'yo, ha? Yung, yung nanay mo, pangit. Yung tatay mo, pangit. Yung mga kapatid mo, pangit din. Ano tingin mo sa sarili mo, Himala? <laughs> And those were the lies that have been pounding you for so long a time. Believe me, it's not easy to love yourself, to value yourself, to forgive yourself, to accept yourself. It's easier to sin than to do the hard work of loving yourself the way God loves you. That's why it staggers people. They couldn't hear, they couldn't get to believe what they are hearing when Jesus said to them, Daughter, your sins are forgiven. Hindi nila ito matanggap. My son, your faith has healed you. Kasi for the longest time, wala naman nagmahal sa'yo at hinahanap mo ito. Minsan may nagsabi sa'yo ng I miss you, tuwang-tuwa ka naman. For the first time, sinabihan ka, I miss you. Aba paglingon mo, ang nagsabi pala, ngongo, nakakita ng piso, I miss you. You call yourself with a different name. And when you enter, the catechists in my public school always reminded us that we've had original sin, that we need to be baptized. And that is the truth. We're prone to sin. And that's why we need to confess our sins. But our catechists never mentioned to me that while original sin is true, that there is such a thing as original innocence. I've always had, you and me, while there is sin in us, we're still prone to do good. Because that's how God created us. We have original innocence. I want to end. May we all stand up and pray together. Pwede ho ba akong magkwento? At huli na. Pilitin niyo ako. Sabihin niyo, sige na. Sige 1957. Hindi pa tayo pinapanganak niya. Tanungin na lang natin kung ano nangyari kay Loy Velez. Hindi, kasi yung mga magulang niya buhay na noon, siya rin hindi pa, hindi pa siya pinapanganak. Di ba, no? May kwento yun sa kanya. They decided to create a highway that connects the major city, cities and the highway would cut through certain areas. 
from the provincial cities all the way to Bangkok, Thailand. Unfortunately, the roadmap indicated that the project would hit a monastery. May tatamaang monasteryo. Kailangang i-relocate nila ang monasteryo. They needed to, to, to relocate the temple. But the problem is, they needed to relocate as well a gigantic clay Buddha. Ten and a half feet tall. 2.5 tons ang bigat. Approximately 196 million dollars ang alaga. So they got the crane to lift up the Buddha. It was a slow, tedious process. It was too heavy that while they were doing it, some cracks started to appear on the side of the, of the huge Buddha, on the right shoulders. What, complicates, what complicated everything was while they were doing it, rain started to pour down. So temporarily, they had to postpone the process. Later in the evening, the head of the monks. Alam niyo ang tawag sa head ng monk? Kalbo. Diba? Ang head ng monk, kalbo. Pero yung head ng monk, na parang kanilang ano, superior. Ayan. The head of the monks went outside to check on the Buddha. He was carrying a flashlight. And the ray of the flashlight hit the cracked spot on the shoulder and something sparkled. And he did it again. And something was sparkling every time that the ray of the flashlight hits that part. So he had to take a close look. He borrowed a ladder. Tinignan niya ng mabuti, nakita niya. There was a shiny metal inside. And he got too suspicious. He took a chisel and a hammer. And he continued to chisel things out. And his suspicion was right. It started to reveal a yellow, shiny metal. And the yellow shiny metal, after many hours of chiseling the clay out, <coughs> it was continually discovered that it was never a clay Buddha after all. The truth is, it was the biggest golden Buddha that the world has ever had. It was a golden Buddha. Historians did their research. Ito pala ang nangyari based on the research. Hundreds of years ago, the Burmese army who continued to invade Thailand, Siam ang tawag sa Thailand dati, the Siamese monks planned to hide the golden Buddha. Inanticipate nila any moment they will be raided by the Burmese army. So they covered the entire golden Buddha with clay. 
But shortly after that, the Burmese army attacked and slaughtered all of the monks. No one survived to tell the tale. The secret of the golden Buddha died with all of the monks. Everybody, look here, please. Man, you're, you guys are made of gold. Your experience, the pains of life, and the messes of other people, they desperately try to cover you with mud. But reality, yes, this is the truth about you. You are the golden child of God and nothing less. Your experience might have covered you with dirt, but reality stays. The truth reverberates that we are the golden children of God. Our hurts our past relationships, the hopelessness brought about by the sin that we have put on ourselves and the hopelessness that came about as we experienced tragedies and hurts and we were pushed aside by others. When God came into my life and He healed me, you know what God did? He got me to the Google puzzle pieces and He healed the eyes of my heart and I started choosing the beautiful 1,000 pieces of the jigsaw of my life. Yes, I've had pains, I've had stupid decisions. I've had hurts, but they don't define me. God is healing me now, and I have the complete power to choose the pieces again. And that's what I'm doing. The beautiful, beautiful pieces, I'm putting them together now. Pieces that I've never seen before. And God recreates my life. Shame was replaced by gratitude. I no longer call myself worthless. I now call myself worthy. Because Jesus died on the cross for me. I am righteous, not because of what I have done, but, what, but, but because of what Jesus did on the cross for me. Before I was a mess, now I can say, I'm created to preach a message. Now I can say, I'm wonderful. I'm no longer ashamed. I'm alive. I'm awesome because I have an awesome God. I'm no longer unlovable. Now I declare that I am loved by God and my name is written in the palm of His hand. I no longer say I'm nobody. I am somebody. I'm the apple of God's eye. He's crazy about me. The Bible says He even dances when He sees me. No, I'm not perfect. But the truth about me is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me.
experiencing healing. I'm picking up the beautiful pieces of the jigsaw. And that's the truth. I would normally get everybody to hug each other. Pero hindi natin ginawa. Tanungin niyo ako bakit? Ngayon natin gagawin. What I'll ask us to do is to introduce ourselves to each other. And when you introduce yourselves this time, you introduce yourselves the way God sees you and knows you. Ito ang pagkakakilala ko sa'yo. Dati, Pulubi, ang tingin mo sa sarili mo, pag nagpakilala ka, good morning, ako si John, Pulubi ako. Ay, hindi na. The king has declared you the prince. So you tell everybody, hey, my name is John. I'm the prince. Dudugtungan nga lang ni Loya na sasabihin niya, I'm the Prince of Kundiman. <laughs> so pag nagpakilala tayo, sasabihin natin, alam mo, ako si John. Hindi pa ako perfecto, pero darating din ako doon. Alam mo, ako si John. May sablay ako dati. Pero pinatawad na ako ni Lord. Alam mo ako si John, binabago ako ng Diyos araw-araw. My name is John. I'm, I am the best father for my children. I am the best husband to my wife because that's how God sees me. Glory is my destiny and nothing less. My future is bright. There are trials around, but victory is right in front of me. That's who I am. Tagalogin nyo na lang kung gusto ninyo. Why don't you go around and introduce yourselves to one another with your real names? The truth about you. Kota Sampu. Bawal ang nakapwesto sa isang lugar. Kumalat ka. Pakilala mo sarili mo. Anong tinatayo-tayo mo dyan? Let's go.
Can we put our hand over our chest, please? And let's pray together. gotta remember your name kapag ang anak ko ho, nakilala ninyo ang sasabihin niya sa inyo I'm Joseph Escoto I'm invincible can you put your hand over your chest please and repeat this prayer after me Lord Jesus Thank you for calling me. Thank you for lifting me up. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that you are not changing your mind. That I am gifted. That I am beautiful. That glory is before me. And nothing less. That you are changing my life every day. That you are renewing my life every day. Come into my heart, Jesus. Live your life in me. Thank you for answering my prayers. Thank you for listening. This is Jordan Escoto and may your leadership. May your life be blessed by God today.